That L Word Podcast. Do you need the leadership work? Can you even love? A podcast about leadership and everything of people afraid to say out loud. Do you love yourself? Because if you ain't leading yourself, how can you lead a multi-million dollar corporation? When they get when they, when they get eleven thirty, I'm stopping. That's it. That's my number. Hey everybody, Morgan is hungry. <laughs> Like really, and I know we talked about it last episode. So you get, you probably like, all right, guys. He said we're gonna keep this one short, but I think every time we say we go keep it short, like everything else, it's like it, it doesn't end up short. Like it goes it's, along. It's like a bike ride or a run. We're gonna go slow today, and then <laughs> never ends up slow. Yeah, never ends up slow. Or the meeting. This is gonna be a short one. Oh, Two that's hours. a kiss of death in the meeting. <laughs> Golly. I mean, people have said that. Like this, we're gonna make this quick. Mm-hmm. What I want to tell you about is the the, the statistics back in 1998. <laughs> oh, crap. Well, how we we got to get up to 2022? So, oh uh, man, it's it's uh it's a great day, man. And um, I'm hungry because we about to talk about this. Healthy is Hel- happy. Healthy is happy. Healthy is happy. Like so, I ain't happy. <laughs> I am happy, but I'm getting I'm getting hangry. Yeah, hangry is not happy. It's not happy. It's the total opposite, right? And 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 it's um. Hold on, I digress. Hello, hello, everybody. How you doing? Um, I am wonderful, and I hope you are too. Life is great, and I hope yours is too. Um, it's been raining really crazy here, you know. And people are like, why are you talking about rain on podcast? Because it changes moods, right? Well, it changes what people are doing too. It changes what you eat. Yep. My, my wife, right? What she likes when it rains, soup. She mm. wants to make soup. Yep, mine too. Every time. Like it's this soup she makes with chicken and, and rice and olives. It's like Puerto Rican, right? With, with potatoes and like chicken breasts. Uh, what I realized that with the chicken breasts, uh, which has nothing to do with what we talk about today. Yeah, you're already <laughs> the, getting squirreled, man. We're the, not even started. But the chicken breasts, you, see, I guess, I can, you know how you can picture it in your mind? Like, hello, can you hear that, y'all? That's me licking my lips because it's oh I can just you know how you think about something you want to eat it right it makes you happy mm-hmm. it makes me happy because that's why they got comfort foods and things like that. we're not just talking about just eating makes you happy like the whole point of this this episode is like how your health controls your emotions and how you feel about yourself your thoughts right and there was a time in my life. Before Coach Morgan, before um, this great genetic specimen of a man, the specimen of a man became who he is today. I'm talking about myself. Um, where I was eating, um, what do they call it? A bucket of fries. Wow. And it was uh, on, on one of the bases, Miramar, they had McDonald's, and you can buy a bucket of fries. Can you imagine that? Right? And what's crazy is you see so much of our young generation um, eating crap. You know, this is a craze of energy drinks. Uh, I think I came up with Hot Pockets. Yeah, I remember Hot Pockets. (laughs) Hot Pockets. And and, uh, pizza rolls. Your pizza rolls. My daughter still eats pizza rolls, right? And what we don't understand is how those things affect our moods and our moods affect our relationships with ourselves and others. That's the key, right? And 
I'll hit you with this one. Like most people, like oh, energy drinks. I drink this. I drink this. Or minus non sugar. Or a minus, you know, no caffeine. One, it's got some other stuff in there that's probably worse than caffeine. That probably not as natural as caffeine. Caffeine, at least, is a natural thing. Um, but it when you when it, it is a pick me up. But when you don't have it, you crash or you become dependent on it, and that changes how you feel, right? Well, when you change how you feel, it changes how you live. And when you change how you live, it changes how you uh, interact with the world. And that interaction will decide how you feel about yourself. shouldn't, but it does. Well, and, and you're talking about health in the body sense. Correct. When I think of health as happy, I think of mental health, Facts. the health that you've got in your head. So there's a couple of different aspects mm-hmm. probably to this episode in how we determine, define health and how it factors into our happiness. And I agree with you when I'm eating right and exercising and doing the things that make me feel good, then I'm happier. Correct. I think and we have to be careful. Uh, when you said that, uh, when I'm eating the things that make me feel good, when you said that comment, is it made me think of someone lazy, right? And I, I can describe it because I've been there before, uh, doing nothing, eating nachos, and drinking like a two-liter. I love nachos. I love nachos, too. That's why I brought it up. I said it to myself. <laughs> I'm describing myself because I literally did that on Saturday, <laughs> right? And so there's a part where there's an unhealthy portion of this, the mental side of this, where we talk about mental health, where we use certain foods or just that, you know, the 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 action of eating to mask a dark feeling or a feeling of inadequacy or uh, help deal with depression and anxiety. Um, I noticed a couple things in my life where when I get really depressed and I still go through cycles of depression, uh, it usually lasts like one or two days. I want to eat. I just want to eat and I want to eat whatever I want to eat. I don't want to, I don't usually, I'll if I go to, you know, Chick-fil-A, I'll get a salad, you know, the salad with the strawberries and the, and the cheese in it and the grilled chicken. I'm like, Oh, this is good. This is great. And can I get, um, a diet uh, diet coke with caffeine free. Oh, this is amazing! And then the days that I go in there, and I, I just, I'm, you know, I might not be as happy as I normally am, or something's going on. I'm trying to process something. I'm like, I want two fries. I want a shake and a drink. Matter of fact, you just give me the regular coke, and uh, you know, I want to um, give me a you know a, a club sandwich with extra bacon, extra mayonnaise, Chick Fil A sauce, and then I was like, mm, I got any cookies. Right. <laughs> right. And so I've I've learned for me that it, like sometimes when I'm eating like that, I'm 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 masking something um, and then it affects me, my mood. And if I don't catch it, I get stuck there. And it's a very. Even as I say, it, like, it's not a happy place for me. Um, yeah, your mood dropped. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a happy place for me because cause I, I'm trying to make sure that I feel what I'm saying and not just like just speaking out the side of my neck, um, if that's the thing. <laughs> but it's because I just want to feel better. 
And sometimes, or then when I didn't realize it, I didn't know how to feel better about myself. And so I, I ate things like um, people that know me very well know I like ice cream, like like oh, like intimately. <laughs> like I really, really like ice cream, and uh, and I'll eat ice cream every day. I'll eat ice cream from breakfast. I'll do things like that. And it just puts me in a place where, like, I'm happy for a moment, but as soon as it wears off, I want some more. And that could just be a really bad cycle. Luckily, I understand where I'm at now, but it was the time where you see people, and I've had in, people that have worked for me that are going through things, and you see you can realize unhealthy ha- eating habits kind of about almost kind of can tell you what, what's going on in their lives. Then maybe they, they might be dealing with something um, or they don't have the knowledge to um, process whatever that, that emotional or mental uh, anguish that they're maybe feeling or that suffering that they're putting themselves through um, may be going on. And it, when you see those type of things, um, it's a, it, it, I think it's a trigger for me to like to, to help them, to like ask the question, "Are you okay?" Um, well, that's that's all your your assumptions as well. Yeah, right. Because sure. that's your experience. Some people don't associate. Some people are probably listening to this like that. I eat junk food all the time, and I don't feel like that. Maybe, maybe, or maybe not. You know, they're self aware enough to to truly say, "I don't." You know, correct. I, don't care. Yeah, no, and, I agree. Yeah. Um, Health takes on many forms, and, and Morgan and I both, you know, like to work out and, mm-hmm. and stay active, and some people don't uh, and legitimately are s- still healthy. And, and that's where I think the psychological health comes in is being self-aware enough to know what it is that you want, what makes you happy, and what makes you feel good, not what society or everybody else thinks you should be. Message. <laughs> not what society thinks you should do, and that that's a big one. We because culture these days is is one of the bigger things that have a um, a big hold on us now, right? We do as we've grown. It's always been this way, but you see it more more today than you probably seen it in the past. Like you know that we are really affected, like the kids that are being bullied, and um, you know people committing suicide for certain things, right? Because um, we're worried, we ain't worried about how we feel about ourselves. Because the only reason we feel this way about ourselves is because we worry about how other people view us or feel about us. When that is so unhealthy, and we said this, we talked about this earlier, how you can't be, um, you can't live somebody else's life because it's not meant for them to live it. Dude, I know people that are the most fit, crazy, you know, adhering <laughs> to a specific diet, but still the un- most unhappy people you ever meet. Tell me about them. Like, how? <laughs> just be well. Again, it's why. So they fit. So they're doing all these things. Or, or, or is it like a? You 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 associate fitness with happiness. That's you. Not everybody's like that. And for every bit that you were talking, that you know, eating, overeating, eating junk food, all that could be associated or tied to somebody who's having issues. I could counter that point with, I have met people. Who work out like crazy people? I agree with that though, because they are also dealing with stuff. Yes. So yes, yes, yes. Healthy is happy. I associate that more with a healthy mind and body as well. But your determination of what a healthy body is 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 your own. 
Yeah, I think there's two categories. Like you said earlier, there's two categories. Like we could talk about the mind part of it, or we could talk about what we put in the body that affects the mind. But they're they're one and the same. Okay. Because for you and me as well, and that's why I understand you. I I try to eat as healthy as I can, right? Because that makes me feel good, which allows me to go work out or surf or do whatever, which brings joy to my life, which then makes me feel good and happy, and it's like this spiral upward. But not, not everybody is like that. Yeah, and I, I want to be clear. Like when I say healthy, when it comes to food, I don't mean. And, and I don't. It, I, it just triggered me when when Jody said, you know, I eat healthy. That doesn't mean you can't have ice cream, cookies, things like. I, my version of healthy food is uh, or unhealthy eating is overindulgence. That's that's again me. my version. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's version. why I said. That's yeah. why I said my version of unhealthy eating is overindulgence like I because I think life without ice cream is, is cruel well and that's <laughs> and when you were talking earlier about so, you know nachos and ice cream and all yeah, that like I can't that's, I don't yeah if I had like seven plates of nachos we I have an issue but so, that's that yeah. that's your definition of happiness mm-hmm. and everybody's got a different one and so I think the key one of the key takeaways is identifying where you feel the healthiest and happiest together like where those two come together psychologically maybe it's maybe it's a fitness stuff for you everybody has something that makes them feel good and it's not always physical it ain't fitness for me that ain't i do it i do because i think it's, it's necessary and it keeps my body healthy and it, what i learned from my grandma like movement keeps you alive Right, you know, she's you start moving, you die type thing. But that is not my happy place. I wouldn't say like, oh, I'm so excited when I go do these things. Like I enjoy them, and sometimes I do them out of necessity because this is one part of my job. But like, you're right, food makes me happy. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like eating makes me happy. Maybe I I work out so I can eat. Well, and that's that's what I'm saying. It's just realizing what it is for each person, how you define healthy. And how that healthy makes you happy. And again, that healthy isn't strictly to your body and what you eat. It's more, For me, it's more mental. I do love to go surf. I've never woken up one morning and thought, I don't want to go surf. I have about running and riding my bike. <laughs> I enjoy those things. But I've got physical oh, activities man. that I love. Are and we so having an intervention then, right now? No, I'm just saying. Yes, we are. He, when he, I, indirectly. When I wake up and I'm, I'm eating... I'm trying to keep my body as fit as I can so I can do the things mm-hmm. that I love and bring me joy as opposed to doing it because that's what society thinks I should be doing. I don't <sighs> I had the epiphany when I was doing a lot of ultra running and my body was breaking down. And Is that where I think my wife was That's like a deeper conversation, but like I, I feel because I, I do, we do a lot of. I mean, this is what we do. Like we do mm-hmm. ultra level stuff. Like I'm not running five k's. It's like oh, that's a, like I, I, it's, the, it's not even worth my time. <laughs> like to get out the bed and go pay for something that I can do on my own. Like um, I do stuff that's hard and far, and there's a risk of not making it. And like that's just what I do, and that's where I think that I want to be. Keyword, I think, um, and I've been, I've had this um, 
this thing the last after I came back from riding across America. We talk about fitness, right? And we were riding for a great cause, and I don't want to take anything away from that. But I, I started asking myself, because I was there on my birthday, and I was there on Father's Day, right? And then I realized how much time, in that same thing, I realized how much time I had spent training for taking me away from my family and other things that I enjoy doing. And then I, I, I stepped back, and I was like, I had a near-death experience, right, while I was out there. And then I was like, why am I doing this? Like, do well, to your point, like, does this really make me happy? And I, I have yet to answer that question. I don't. I, and and the, my thing is like, if I can't say yes immediately, then it's probably a no. Like that's just how I work in my brain. Um, and so when you brought that up, when you say like, when I want to go surfing, then automatically like, there's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> like that, that, there's no past go. Like th- like this is. I know what I'm going to do. There's no question about what if I can do it or can I do it or do I want to do it. Like, I'm doing it. Um, but when it comes to running and cycling, you already know the answer. Right? It's, it's easy. Like, you know, I don't really want to do that. Like, But I do love this. Sometimes I like to do it. There are days when I'm yeah, truly but, uh, what, enjoy what, riding what, and running. What, fixed, what, what I fixated on is, like, no matter if I bring up surfing right now, you're going to still say, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, like that ain't the same with the other no, like it's not, there's, yeah. you said some days where right. I want that happiness that you talk about. Yeah. Right? I want that one thing that when I think of it, no matter when I think of it, I want to do it. Well, and that's and I don't have that. That's what I'm talking about when Actually, I when you're saying Nachos is one of them, but yeah. When you're saying healthy <laughs> is happy, that's what I think of. Yeah. I don't think I don't immediately go to what am I putting in my body? All that stuff is like last episode when we were talking about the results right. and the things you have to do to get those results. To me, that's a that's a byproduct of my happiness is the things I have to do to get there. So to be able to, you know, surf for a longer period of time, I need to be strong and healthy and, and fit to do that thing. But the thing is what makes me happy. That's my healthy place. I'm talking about, and I don't want to say mental health in the sense of like, the mental health, right? That's a whole other topic. But what I mean is psychological health, brain health, uh, mind health, whatever you want to call it. And mental health same, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Same, same, I'm just saying same, don't same. get it confused with like, right. oh, I'm talking about <clears throat> mental health issues. What I'm saying is that. But you are kind of. I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> but a healthy mind, a healthy uh, disposition. Right. That is how I define happiness. And what do I have to do to get to that? And I will tell you. From dealing with executives and, and just everybody. Dude, if I had a dollar for every time somebody told me I'm too busy, we'd be doing this podcast from my own private island. I hear I'm too busy all the time. And you know what they're too busy for? They're too busy to take care of themselves and keep their own brains healthy so they can be happy. And in turn, they're they're not as happy, which means they're not showing up for everybody else the way they want to. So when we started talking about this in the car, that's where my head went. What am I doing to keep my head happy and or healthy so I can be happy? For some people, that's yoga. For others, it's reading. For, you know, everybody takes on something different for everybody. But again, back to the self-awareness, the honesty, bringing in the other episode last episode i think it was where we talked about discipline and consistency 
equal the results. In this case, the goal is happiness. The results are how happy are you. The discipline and the consistency is doing the little stuff to take care of yourself so you can have those moments of happiness. I'm upset. I'm upset because I don't know. Oh, my God. I don't know if I'm happy anymore. And what has triggered it is the, that one, the near-death experience, and I haven't felt that since I was in Afghanistan, mm. right? And then the second part is the retirement, right? Because I spent so much time doing what everybody else said I should do, how I should do it, when I should do it, at the time I should do it, and what it should look like, right? And then you get this sense of independence, and you become who you are, then you question, are the things that I've been doing really the things I want to be doing? Really, like really, really, really want to be doing. Like, do I want to be like coaching athletics? Like, is that really the direction I want to go? You know what I mean? Do I want to make a lot of money? I used to think I did, but I don't think I really do. But I know that I need money to do certain things. But now as a retiree, I don't think I need money because I get it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I'm I'm in this, like, conundrum. Like, I'm in – I feel – like, I feel chaotic right now. Like, I don't have an answer. That's why I keep – if people keep hearing this long, dead silence, he's waiting for me to say something, and I don't have – I don't got it. I just don't have it, right, because I'm going through a point in my life where I am evaluating what makes me happy, right? That's that mental piece because if I want to be – you know, if I want to be happy with food, I just, I'm going to go to Kava after this. I'll be excited. <laughs> yep. Like that will be an Instagram. I will pay my money and I will be happy for that period of time. But this internal, emotional, mental happiness, I don't think I found. And what, oh, I feel like I just almost cried when I said that. Um, and it was a thought I had, like, when I say happiness, I think about my girls every time. Every time. But I don't know how to be present. That, does that make sense? It does. And this is stuff that people struggle with all the time. Like You know what I mean? Like, I want to be there, but, like, I feel like I should be so many other damn places to make their life better. But my wife said something to me the other day, like, oh, I hate saying when she's right. but <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time. She says, she's like, it ain't all about the money. But I'm like, but if, without the money, we don't have, like, I'm so worried about scarcity. Scale. That's one. I know it because that's, that's just me because where I come from, right? And I've been working on that one for years, and it's better, but it ain't gone. <laughs> so, but what makes me happy is being with my girls, right? I haven't figured out. How to be with them though? Does that make sense? Because my wife likes to spend time with them, go to the aquarium, and do that stuff. That bores the hell out of me. Mm. Like that is not fun to me. Not even a little bit. I know they get a lot out of it. I can go through the motions, but that does not bring me joy. <laughs> like I think uh, Brene Brown said, adult play is different than kid play. Yeah, right. It's, it's two totally different things. But being with them, like just just sitting there watching them. You know, watching my like my five year old, my you know my grandson or my daughters, just like you know, go to college and talk about marriage and like I gotta pay rent. It it it, it makes me smile when I just see the growth that they've had and that what they're doing with their lives and the, the, when they start making adult decisions, 
right? I just smile. Like, I just get so euphoric. Like, it, it, it feels it, like that's my happy place. But I don't know how to live in it because it ain't, it ain't constant. Does that make sense? So if you were to transpose this happiness on athletic fitness, what would you tell yourself to do? Because if it's in an athletic performance perspective, you could say you got to eat healthier, you got to run more, blah blah blah. So to how get would you do to it? get what I want, what would I do? <sighs> I laugh because I hate taking my own advice. Um, do the hard thing. Do the thing that you don't want to do, but you probably need the most growth in. That's what I would tell an athlete. Oh, that sounds so stupid. <laughs> Athletes don't strike that from your memory. <laughs> strike that from your memory. But that's what I would do. Like, I would literally tell them to, oh, so it is so, okay. Is this how they feel? This is. How... Well, I mean, healthiness is coming to grips sometimes with, with what it is you need to do. Again, and it's easy. I want to... that thing, though. I want that thing. I don't know. Maybe it is my girls. Maybe it ain't. Maybe it's just like when I think about the outdoors. There's no doubt in my mind that I'm happy. I get. I just. I want to be there all the time. You say let's go camping. I would. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe that's it. That's what I really enjoy doing. And I and I and I tell myself like when I get to do the, the workout stuff, I can have both the best of both worlds. But I don't want to be running through it. I want to be walking through it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't see. I can't see it, right? And like, you know, I, I I'm tired of people telling me like, "Did you enjoy the course?" I what? Huh? What are you looking at? Like, I'm trying yeah. to go forward, and you you overtaking pictures. Like, that, that, my brain ain't even made up that way. Because because I'm performance based in the in the mind, and I'm results based. So when my mind is like, I need to get to the finish line, and then we can party. Right now, this is business. And that's why I loved when I shifted out of racing, racing, and got into ultra running because I had no delusions of grandeur. My goal was to finish a 100-mile race in under 24 hours or to finish it at all in some cases. But it's a, it's a slower pace. I'm not competing. I wasn't elite. I wasn't a, a, a good age group athlete. I was just out there running to see, A, if I could do it, and be to enjoy the scenery. So to me, that was a big shift in gears, getting out of the competitive mindset and getting into that. Yeah. And to see more of what was going Because I remember being in races and your head down the whole time, just hammering I don't away. Be, yeah, I don't remember. Probably 90% of my race, I don't even remember. Morgan, how many of us go through life like we race? Preach. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> With our head down. Head down, grinding, just trying to get to the finish line. If I could yell at the top of my lungs, I would literally do it. But the people in there out there would probably think I'm crazy. Yes. Hope that was the that was the, the, the analogy of the fucking <laughs> year, bro. Like, ah, and that's what I've been doing my whole life. My head down grinding, surviving because of scarcity. And the finish line, unfortunately, for life is it's over. Yeah, I ain't looking for that one. 
You see what I'm saying, though? <laughs> yeah, I ain't, I ain't looking for that finish line. That's the one I'm trying to avoid long as possible. So then, to, to further our athletic analogy, I'm sorry <laughs> for all you people out there that don't run and race and all that. But, but I know a coach that can help you. Okay. But how do you shift <laughs> out of that competitive mindset and get into the, you know, I'll use the ultra running mindset where you're still having fun, still doing stuff, enjoying it, challenging yourself, but able to look around. How do you raise your head out of yeah, the grind? get your head out of there. So you can you can look at what's going on around you and enjoy it. You know, I said this one of like a few, like many episodes back is like I used to think that this podcast was everybody else, but I've learned so much from being <laughs> here, bro. Like, cause I'm literally dealing with some of these things that people we all are. Like that's yeah. why we're able to discuss them and we can we can we can work through them. Um, and this being the last, I'm glad I made this the last one because yeah, you did. We it was in a different order. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I made this the last one because like. The universe works in, in mysterious ways, man. And, like, I, I am literally – I'm struggling with this. Like, it was – we'll probably have more talks about this after we get off yeah, this in the car. in the car. Because this is, like – that's how deep it is for me. Like, it's, I've been really like – it's been a place of – what do they call it? Contention? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, point of contention. Point of contention for me. Um, because, like, I'm, I'm really questioning everything that I do. Right, we talk about you know jobs and stuff like that. Like, I literally will go back to work. I'm I, I'm okay with that, but I will only do it if it fit, fits the need of what I want to be doing. Um, but I think that what, what I want to do is like it has it has something to do with outdoors and it has to do with people, right? And I want it to be a place of peace, though. Like, well, that's where you are energetically. That's where you want to be. Yeah. That's the healthy happiness. That's where I want to be, bro. Like, just I, I was talking to my my older brother last night. And he was like, "I said I'm going to the mountains in December. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take everybody up. You're welcome to come." You know, he's in Kansas City, and I said, "You've never been outdoors, have you?" And he was like, "Yeah, is it hard?" I said, "Yeah, it's hard. Not to me, but probably to you. Yeah. I'm still speaking for you. It's gonna be hard for you because you've never been in this. You've never been in an environment that wasn't city. Like I know him. Like mm-hmm. ever in his life, he's never camped. He ain't never done that. And if he did camp, you know, camping in the city, right? Glamping. The, yeah, yeah, that's a different. <laughs> you can't just drive to the, the corner store. Like yeah. where I'm going is like it's us. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. me and the world. And you wake up in the it's a different level of silence and peace out there, right? There's, there's not like you can't hear nothing. There's no echoes. There's you can't hear a highway because they don't exist within hundreds of miles, right? And and he was like, man, he said it's like serene. I was like, yeah, it is. And it, and when you first get here, you will be. Un- I remember my first time. You will be uncomfortable because it's not not like anything. But that uh, right there, right there. It was different, and it made me feel different, and it's gonna make him feel different. But it makes me happy, like to be able to to share that. That's, that's why I always, that's the one place I want to take. God dang it, holy she's knees. When I met my wife, I took her camping. I'm taking my kids camping. Every time I want to go somewhere with somebody, I take them camping. I want. Jesus, Lord. Thank you. How much does this cost? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, bro. And that's that's a great example for, for everybody out there is asking yourself those questions, finding those things that really patterns, man. legitimately, if you got to sit down and write it out, when are you the most happy? When do you have that healthy mindset? <laughs> it's funny. 
I've been going to counseling for like uh, <laughs> most of my Marine Corps career, like 20-some years. And you know what I always told them? They said, where would you want it if you could be anywhere? I say, in the wild. And they always would tell me this is where you – because you're trying to run away from everything. But I'm no longer running anymore. Like, I'm literally not running from anything because I know who I am. Like, I'm more – I ain't like the same person I was, because, right. but I still want to go there. Like, I don't want to be away from people. I want to be with people just in a different environment. Mm-hmm. Right? And I want – and I don't want them to bring their chaos to that environment. I want them to leave that back at home. You know what I mean? Damn. And I'm and it's, it's what's funny is what we do. We help other people figure this stuff out, and we always and I always talk about patterns. Just you know, and I'm looking within people like we having a conversation. I'm like, okay, well, boom, boom, boom. Well, that's why you having that problem. <laughs> yeah. This this is what you really want, but you're not giving yourself. So of course you're not happy. That's literally what I would say. Of course you're not happy. You're doing the things that you think you should be doing, not the things you want to be doing, or the society is telling you to do. And I say the same stuff. That's why I say it's always it's, it's so hard to take your own advice because sometimes you don't even know you should give yourself that advice. We're our own worst critics. Right? And so, like, it's, ah. Uh, and since I don't, when I, ah, I, I had a bad anxiety, really bad anxiety before I got out. And maybe a year leading up to it, it was it got worse. Like I started taking medication, I had to take medication ever again. And so what I decided to do is that's when I first started going to the Appalachian Trail, mm-hmm. and my anxiety went away. Cause you had a healthier mind. That's why I clapped. <laughs> there it is. I've been looking in the wrong dang on place. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed this counseling session on me, right? Because, like, literally, I, I just, I'm, wow. Everything about this is, and I said this was going to be short. We already, <laughs> we, we do a good, a good old time anyway. It, it just, I've been, y'all don't understand, like, the analogy of putting your head down grinding makes me emotional just saying that loud because it, it symbolizes how much life that I have not lived. Because you're racing through it. Because I'm racing through it. And you hear people say, life is a marathon, not a sprint. You know what I mean? Life is an ultra, not mm-hmm. a marathon. You know, we can use a whole bunch of analogies. But I've literally felt like, and I and I know that in, in a, in a, in a symbol, um, in a sense, I, I, I say that I don't feel that I've lived. I know that's not truly true. I've learned a lot. I've been through a lot of experiences. But even with my daughters, my head is down. <sighs> okay, I got to stop talking because I don't want to start crying. <laughs> like, I don't. Because like, it, it makes me sad, though. Like, that really makes it. And I, that's not a happy tear. It's, like, sad because I honestly don't know how to pick my head up. I've never tried. I never. I never practiced it. I'm, I don't know what that looks like, and so it, it's so it's so daunting. Right? It's the hard stuff. Yeah, it's so daunting. It's like, well, like, what do you like? What do I do? Like, and I can't. And that's the thing. Like, I, I can't. To to the point I want to make to the people listening is like, 
I can't and I wouldn't expect you to do what other people think you should do because that just puts you right back into it. Mm -hmm. And so when my wife comes into it, it's like not that I don't want to do what she's saying. It's like that's what she would do. And that don't that just doesn't work for me. I know it doesn't. And so I, I can easily be like, oh, just spend more time with him. That ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> like I with him every day and that ain't enough. Like obviously, right? And so it has to look different. And I think I need to do the work, you know, moving forward. I, I will do the work moving forward um, to figure that out. Like, I, I think that's – because it's really it's, – it's always been eating me up, bro. I mean, it's – I literally thought about stop coaching. Like, that's how bad – like, because the, the, everything was just – it felt like more of what I didn't want because I wasn't getting fed what I need, right? And I haven't been to the mountains in a minute either. Mm-hmm. When I went to Salt Lake City, I just did this um this this ultra. I did not complete it. I don't know if yeah, yeah, I told so. you. Yeah. And so um I didn't make the cutoff, but I had a great time. Like I had to ask my coach, like, is it okay that I ain't upset? <laughs> cause cause I wasn't upset and I still ain't upset because I went up the mountain. I went high as I've ever been. It was like ten six, ten five. I never been up that high. And Salt Lake City, y'all, is amazingly beautiful amazingly beautiful. I've never seen nothing like this in my life. Like, and I've been to a lot of places. And I, like, in Afghanistan, it's high, but, you, you know, you can't really look around when you're getting shot at. Like, yeah. it's not a thing. <laughs> you can't just go, oh, let's go exploring. Like, no, that's not the, the thing out there. But I went up there, we got off the ski lift, and I looked out, and I started crying, bro. He's like, what's wrong? I said, I'm just happy. Like, I was just, it was just this vastness of amazingness. I was just happy. And I and I couldn't even figure out like I don't I said I don't know like I just I just start doing it like it just it was just it was a thing but like now all the pieces are starting to come together and I know why I'm not upset because guess what I ran in a place where people don't go like it's not a thing it's not a normal trail like these this this race is only I think they said it has less than you know a couple thousand people that's ever ran it maybe you know. Three or four thousand people that total in years is ever because mm -hmm. that hasn't been existed, and it runs through parts of the 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 resort that people don't go. Like it's literally off the map. Like there's literally trails that have been made by the runners before me. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to follow the flow. You know ultra stuff. Like mm -hmm. it's just out of nowhere. It's it's hot as hell, but it's so far up. It's still snow. Right. I ain't never seen that like that before. I was on yeah. sink. I was running on ridges. Like I was like, I could do this all day. They were like, what you doing? I'm just running. I don't, I didn't even, I wouldn't even, and the thing about it is I missed the cutoff by four minutes, right? And I didn't even care about the time. I wasn't even tracking it. <laughs> I didn't care. I was just like, I'm out here. Like, let's just do this. Let's just be here. And I thought, and I told myself, I can no longer stay where I'm at. Like, I, I, I don't like it. I want to move. I want to come places like this. I want to live in this. Right. And uh, I'm going to stop you all because I've just had a lot of growth in this last, you know, 20 minutes on on life itself. And I did not know that a subject I brought up was actually going to change my life. <laughs> uh, I just now what I would tell you is pick your head up. Stop going through life like you have to do it and look at the things that you get to do. And start appreciating the scenery. That's the easiest way to put it. So look around, appreciate the scenery, and figure out a way 
that you can be in your happy place every day. That like Jody, when you think about it, it brings you joy no matter where you are, what you do, and how you're doing it, you would do it in a drop of a dime, right? And I think that's the place where we all need to be, but we have to do the work to get there. And the great thing about where I want to go is I can take nachos there, and they can, we can also have ice cream in the same environment. I love nachos. <laughs> so thank you, Jody. I, I feel like noble, like thank you because I, I thought I was I, like I literally thought about stopping doing everything I've been doing because I was like this is not enough. But I know I just haven't been filling my own cup. So appreciate you. Yeah, man, and I I mean what what can I say after that <laughs> other than leave us the stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's been one of those episodes but like this is why you listen like you never know what you're gonna get and you know i think that, that that's that's one it's one reason why i don't like script things that i yeah, do is because I, like you never know when, like if i scripted i would have never even thought about that i'd have been trying to follow i'd have been i'd have had my head down and i'd have i've been following this there go playing and i wouldn't have got the things that like truly connect with people because i know somebody else is struggling with that I know there's other service members that just left that are struggling with that. I know that there's people out there in the corporate world that are transitioning out or to something else that are struggling with that. And because, one, what I've learned is I'm 43 years old, right? I'm not the oldest dude. But my peers, we're all going through midlife Yeah, midlife stuff, stuff yeah. Yeah, we're going through midlife stuff. And this is where you – I've learned this is where you start to question, like, why am I doing this? And right now, it ain't like back in the day where – you worked till you were 60 and 70 years old and, t- and then died. Like people are literally leaving jobs and saying, I'm okay with being broke. Mm-hmm. Like that's the world we live in today. It's like the money is not worth it. It's not a question. Is it worth it? It is not worth it. And when you realize what makes you happy, that's the, that's the motivation to get you where you need to be. Damn. That was a good closing. Here we go. Uh, leave us some stars. Like he said, we went back into the podcast. I'm going to come right back out. I appreciate Jody. I appreciate you for for listening. Um, I appreciate you know you for watching the Sizzleville uh, videos, and I hope you got something from this episode. I hope you get something from every episode, and uh, stay tuned for more because I know we have great episodes ahead, and we will probably guess those too. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, everybody. All right. See you later. Bye. <laughs>